Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, as well as the strength and the courage, Lord, to grab the harvest that's before us, because it's here, Lord, and I thank you, Lord. All right, all right, y'all. We're going to get started. I'm going to take you all this morning. I'm going to take you all this morning back to First Samuels. I'm just really excited about understanding the word uh, and letting this word come to light in our lives. Um, I want you all to go to First Samuel 17, First Samuel 17, and then go to, I left off uh, yesterday at 39, so I'm going to go back, uh, I'm going to go back to 39, I'm going to continue on from there because it was so interesting to see how Saul treated David unconsciously, unconscious. I know it had to be unconsciously. He didn't really he didn't really realize what he was doing when he began to um, express to David, you know, what he really felt. Now, 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 I'm not talking about his words. I'm talking about his actions. And today, as we move into the word, I want to take you there so you can get a clearer understanding is that you gotta sometimes watch the actions and not the words of people. You gotta you gotta watch their actions because sometimes actions speak louder than words. And that 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 brought me to, you know, helping to see what was what was Saul really saying? What was what was did Saul really believe that the Lord thy God was with David? Did he really believe that? Let's go to I'm gonna go back up. I'm going to go back up to 37, and I'm going to continue reading from there because I want to show you some other things today as well. It says, this is uh, 1 Samuel 17, uh, verse 37. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion, this is what David is speaking, the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear would deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. That's what that was Saul's words to David. Since David had expressed to him over and over again that the Lord my God is the one that's gonna be able to save me, man. He keeps telling him over and over again, you know, listen, he keeps telling him, Hey, you know, I the the Lord saved me from a bear, he saved me from a lion, so I know you're gonna save me from this you know, from this giant because he's already had a history. He's had a history with God say for for him him, him taking him through different situations. Let me continue to read on. It says, this is 38. Then Saul dressed David with his own tunic. See, that's what got me, was that after, after David had already told Saul that the Lord's going to be with him and that he's going to save him, he's going to rescue him and do whatever it is, Saul then just said, whatever. That was the response that he gave. This is that. That, okay, if you say so, but let me just, okay, here. Here's my understanding of what you need. You need to put on my armor. You need to put on my helmet. You need to put on my tunic. You need to put on, see, see, see what Saul was saying to David after David expressed to him that the Lord is going to be with him. Saul said, okay, even though your, your God is going to be with you, all right, you need, you need to protect yourself because I don't know whether your God your Lord has one of these helmets right here. That when he hits you, when he hit you across your head, he's gonna protect you. When he hits you in your chest with that uh, with that sword, he's gonna cut you in half. This that gonna protect you. He he kept he kept he kept putting more and more stuff on David, not listening 
See, his actions showed me he didn't listen because when he said, the Lord my God is with me, he, he didn't, David didn't ask him, can, can I get a sword? Can I get a helmet? Can I get? David didn't ask him for that stuff. But Saul kept on giving it to him. So he says that Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. Let me continue to read him. David, trying to be kind, fastened on his sword over the tunic. And out of what? Fastened on what? His own sword. Uh, do you hear what I'm saying? On <laughs> David, 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 David said, "Okay, now you're gonna try to give me all your stuff, but I'm put my own sword over this tunic stuff." And he tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. You see what I'm saying? David is saying right there, hey, 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 Saul, hey, I know, you, I know you're trying to help me, but um, mm, I don't think so. He said, you're going to get me killed in this stuff, okay, because I, I can't even walk around, and I'm trying to fight a giant, and I can't see. Come on, Saul, that don't make no sense. So he is saying to himself, he said, no. He said, no. He said, no, this is not going to work. He took that stuff off. Then, okay, here we go. This is in verse 40. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistines. This is important, y'all. I want y'all to see this. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in his pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. What I recognize right there is David went back to his plan A. I hope y'all see this. I, I, I hope y'all see this. David went back to his plan A. What was his plan A? His plan A was where he started out. His plan A went back to being what? The shepherd boy that he, was all, that he already had experienced. See, he was a shepherd boy. That's all he did was tend sheep, played the harp, and went back and forth to Saul. I mean, that's what he did. That was just his son. That was his role. What did he do with that? In the valley. He did, he did it in the valley. He did it by, you know, by, the, by, by the rivers of still water. I mean, he, he did. He took his sheep to get some water. So, you know, he'd see these little rocks. He just put one in his bag. You know, he just did, did it when he was just doing what he did, what was already in him. He went back to what was already in him. He went back to being David. Back to David. He didn't try to be Saul's man. He didn't try to be. He, he went back to being David, y'all. Think about this thing. Where did God talk to him at? In the valley. Where did God make him lie down at? In the green pastures. Where did God lead him? In the spot of still waters. How do you know this, Michael? How do you know that? Because it says it right there, y'all. It says it right there in Psalms 23. Stay with me this morning. Stay with me now. Stay with me. It says it right there in Psalms 23. In Psalms 23, if you go back there, if you, if you go back, see, David went back to his, his A game. David went back to his A game. D- David, David knew. David knew that if I'm going to win this battle, 
I got to go back to what where I started. I got to go back to what 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 has helped me to get to where I am right now. I got to go back to my 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 confidence maker. I have to go back to my courage maker. And he went right back. He took off all of Saul's stuff, and he went right back. He went right back to the Word. He went back to the Word because right then, when he was putting on all Saul's stuff, that was a worldly stuff. That was a worldly move. Put on as much armor as you can. And as more armor as you can put on the mind, then it's going to protect you from whatever you're going through. No, 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 no. The only armor that's going to protect David at this point is the full armor of God. And he recognized that. David didn't get David wasn't stuck on stupid. David went right back and he began to say to him the twenty third song, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's what he said. That's what he said. He just he he, he went right back to it, y'all. He went right back to Psalm he went right back to Psalm twenty three. He went right back to it, y'all. He said he said, Listen, he said, Okay, what did I have when I was out there? I had a staff. What did I have? A little pouch. What, what do I have? Some some rocks that I picked up by the riverbed. Think about it. I'm gonna read it to you because I want you to I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to understand that when when challenging situations come, go back to the word. Go back to the word that God put in you that you're gonna make it, that you're gonna succeed, that you're gonna be wealthy, that you're gonna be healthy, that you're gonna be cancer free that you're going to be without diabetes, that you're going to be walking, that you're going to be talking, that you're going to be hearing, that you're going to be seeing. See, you've got to go back to the Word because every time you try to go to somebody else's tunic, armor, helmet, it ain't going to fit. The only thing that's going to fit you is the Word of God for you. That's, what, that's, what, that's what's so powerful about the Word of God is that it works, and it's actually custom-made to work. Every single time. Why? Because the word is the word. It doesn't change. The word is the word. What God said, he can't take it back. He, God doesn't lie. So if he doesn't lie, what he said is real. So David went back to the 23rd Psalm. And he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's making me to lie down in green pastures. He leaded me beside the still waters. And he said, but, but while I'm by these still waters, I'm going to pick up a smooth rock or two. And I'll put him in my power. That's where he got it from, y'all, when he went by the still waters. He restored my soul. See, when he started taking that stuff off that Saul had on, he was writing the 23rd Psalm. He said, he said, he said, listen, he said, listen, listen, listen Saul, um, this ain't going to work. Let me take this stuff off. Let, let me get back. Let me get back to, to, to where um, I can believe again because you're about to mess up my mind. I can't listen to you no more. Uh-uh. I'm trying to tell you what I got. I got the Lord with me. You trying to tell me about a tunic, an armor, and a helmet. But no, 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 no. He went by 23rd song. He restores my soul. That's what God did. He restores his soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Didn't David keep calling out the name of the Lord? Didn't David keep calling it out over and over and over again? Every single time that Saul would say something, every single time that his brother would say something, every single time that people around him would say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's what he kept going back to. The Lord, my God, will rescue me. My, the Lord, my God. He kept going back to the word over and over and over again, y'all. He didn't deviate from the plan. He did not deviate from the plan. Listen here. Yay. Yay. 
though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Where was David about to go, y'all? I want you all to see the correlation between 1 Samuel 17 and 23rd Psalm. I want you to see the correlation between the two. Where was David about to go? He was about to go into the valley of the shadow of death. That's where he was heading. That's where Goliath was. I didn't tell you he was, it was on one side and the Philistines on one side, the Israelites on the other. David is in the middle trying to say, okay, Goliath, we're going to do this thing. But he said, yay. He said, David said, yay. He said, Saul, I'm taking this stuff off. Yay. Saul ain't wearing that hammer. Yay. Saul ain't going to wear that armor. Yay. Every time he took something off that Saul had, he said, yay, because I can walk around now. Yay. David, Goliath can't kill me. Yay. But think about it. What he did was he said he, he had a yay moment. He said, yay. And then he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why won't he fear the evil? Because he's in the word. Fear and faith cannot coexist at the same place at the same time. One must be released in order for the other to exist. So you can't have fear and faith at the same time. David knew that. David said, oh, no, 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 no. All this stuff you put on me, I'm getting scared right now. <laughs> That's what he told Saul. He said, all this stuff you put on me, uh, no, 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 no. You, you're scaring me, Saul. <laughs> you're scaring me. He said, uh-uh. He said, I can't, I can't go out like this. I can't go out like this. No, Saul. I can't go out there like this, man. You, you're going to get me killed. I can't do it, man. I know you're the king, Saul, but I just can't do it. I know, I know. Because what David recognized is that Saul did not know God like he did. Saul wasn't going out to fight the battle. Because if he did, think about it, there would be no need for David to even do what he's doing. So was really Saul as bold as David? David said, I'm going out here to fight this giant, especially if you don't tell what I can get to. So, 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 so if you look at the correlation between 23rd Psalms and 1 Samuel, you, 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 you see this, this constant juxtaposing where David... His courage or his faith because it wasn't his cross. Oh, that was it. That was it. That was it, Ramona. Ramona just said Saul didn't have to have David's courage or his faith because he wasn't going to battle. You have to have your own faith, y'all. You got to have your own faith. You got to have your faith. Your faith got to be so strong that it overcomes fear. It overcomes fear. And this, 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 this is what really gets me. This, this is next verse right here. This what this this what I, this is what y'all got to get. This is what y'all got to get. If you want to get some faith, keep saying this. Keep saying this this, this. this next one over and over again. Keep saying this next one. This 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 is heavy right here. So keep 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 saying this next one. After you said, I will fear no evil. Just keep saying. For thou art with me, for thou art with me, for thou art with me. That's David. That's what David kept saying. For thou art with me, for thou art with me. See that that twenty third psalm. Every time you read that twenty third psalm, it's something new you discover. For thou art with me. See sometimes when you when you start when you start having fear, go to twenty third psalm and start and start right there. For thou art with me. Who's with me? But the, the Lord my God is with me. You, you, you got to say that over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. If you, if, you, if you miss it, what happens is fear keeps coming up. The ugly head of fear keeps rising its head every time you don't say, for thou art with me. 
because you'll think that you're doing it by yourself. David never thought he was doing it by himself. He never, you never even said, David didn't say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all by myself. It's just going to be me. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. No, 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 no. He kept saying, for thou art with me. See, 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 I want you to get this because it's so important to increase your courage. It's so important to increase your faith because the moment you start increasing your faith, you reduce your fear. And after a while, fear just runs away. Fear just runs away. You know why? Because your faith is so strong. Your faith is so powerful. Your faith overcomes all things. But you got to have faith, y'all. You got to have faith. And in order to get that faith, you got to keep saying, for thou art with me, for thou art with me. Oh, yes, I know I'm going through this crazy situation, but for thou art with me. See, the more you can say that, the more comfort you get. The, 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 the more you begin to say, wow, who's with me? The Lord is with me. The Lord, my God, my God. You keep saying, my God, my God is with me. For thou art with me. For thou art with me. Anytime you're going through situations, yes, the kids are acting crazy, but for, for thou art with me. Yes, the spouse is acting crazy. For thou art with me. Yes, the wife get on your nerves that, that day, but, but for thou art with me. Yes, the teachers ain't, ain't teaching right yet, for thou art with me, because I'm about to go off when I go down to the school. No, 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 for thou art with me. <laughs> yes, 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 I got a little, I got a little sick, but for thou art with me, so I'm going to be healed. By my strength, by so I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. For who? Why am I healed? For thou art with me. See, see you got you to go back to your go-to game. David went back to his go-to game. He went back to plan A. He never changed the script. He kept going back to plan A. He went back to being David. And David was a man who trusted God. David was a man who believed again. David, remember what he did? What did God do already? He saved him from a lion and a bear. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? I hope y'all are getting this. I hope y'all are really understanding that when fear raises its ugly head, your faith that a raise is. And how do you get that faith? You go back, for thou art with me. For thou art with me. I can remember times that I can see, I can see in my mind that God has been with me. I can remember the time that the bank said no and God said yes. I can remember the time when I was sick and God said you're healed. I can remember the times that, oh, my, my wife was sick and God said you're healed, you're going to make it. I can remember the time my daughter got, my foot got burned in grease and God said, oh, I'm going to heal that foot. I, I mean, and I'm going to take that foot places that you've never gone before and done things you've never done before. Oh, I can see it. I'm telling you all, I, I, I can see when my first baby was born and I can see how God was with me. I I mean, to bless a man, not once, not twice, but three times. I mean, he, he blessed me over and over and over again. See, I got to say it over and again before thou art with me because he's been with me. I got times and times when I should have been dead and gone. He, he said, no, no, before thou art with me. Every time, every time there was a situation, he kept revealing himself. And see, I know it was none but God because nobody else could have done it. I know it. I just know it. I just know it. I just know it. Even when you have death in the family, God is still saying, for thou art with you. I'm telling you, he's been with us, y'all. He's been with us in amazing moments, moments when it seems like the whole world is crashing down. And all I can remember right now is that God was with me. And he's been with you, too. 
He's been with you through your journey. Come on now. You're not supposed to be where you are right now if it was up to the world. If it was up to the world, you wouldn't be where you are. You'd be selling drugs. You'd be doing something crazy. You'd probably be in a psychiatric ward. But what? God has been with you. So when you, when you look at this story and you begin to see this thing unfold, this word is alive. This word is like, but you got to keep saying it, y'all, for thou art with me. For thou art with me. Then go on. Then go on. Then go on because this is what David did. Here we go. Here we go. This is what David did. Look look at, look how I'm going to juxtapose between the two. Watch how I'm going to switch from one to the other and still be on the same page. After David said, for thou art with me, he says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's what it says in 23rd Psalm. It says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And now just go right on over. Go right on over. Go right on back over. Go right on back over to 1 Samuel. Then he took his staff in his hand. Oh, what staff? The same staff that it talked about in the 23rd Psalm, they're talking about the same staff over in 1 Samuel. Do you all see that? I want you all to read that for yourself because sometimes you can't really visualize what I'm talking about. But when you pull your B-I-B-L-E out, when you pull that Bible out and you see it for yourself, you'll be like, wow. All this time, David had everything he needed to fight his battle. Everything he needed. Because he went back after all this. After telling everybody that, well, you know what, listen, y'all, okay, I, I killed a lion and a bear. Okay, I don't, I don't, I've, been, I've been with the Lord. The Lord worked with me in the valley. I've been out here shepherding the sheep. You know, he's prepared me for that. You know, he's been telling me to run back and forth. He's given me the strength to be able to run back and forth to do what I've done for you all and to serve Saul. You know, I brought these ten cheeses out here for Saul. I brought this bread out for my brothers, and y'all telling me, that, okay, that I just heard something about somebody being wealthy, and I, 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 I stopped. And I said, <laughs> For thou art with me. The Lord was with him when he heard that. That's why he brought him there. So you think about this thing. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. It says right here, he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag. See, David went right back to his A-game. And see, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Okay, because it's about to it's about to really get on now. See, David, David before he was just he was just uh, you know he was just from a distance from him, but he's he got his courage up now. So when you when you start getting your courage up, you got to sit up a little bit. You got to say, hold on. Okay, yeah, all right, all right, okay, okay. See, he saw what you're talking about. You ain't hearing me. You you don't believe that the Lord my God is with me. I know I know you don't because you're putting all this trying to put this stuff on me. That's what you're trying to do, but no, uh, I ain't going for that, Saul. Uh, so now he's approaching. He's approaching Philip. Why he got his courage up? He done read the 23rd Psalm. For thou art with me. When he when he read, for thou art with me, he began to get his courage up. He began to get his his faith level increased. When he began to read that, for thou when you say for thou art with me, you can stand tall. You can stand tall. You ain't got to worry about it. You got to bend over. Oh, I hope the Lord with me. I hope that's not that's not faith, y'all. That's fear. 
Hope of the Lord with you. Come on now, for thou art with me. You got to say that with confidence. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they cover me. He got a staff in his hand, and he said the Lord is going to protect him. Now, this is what really starts getting interesting, all right? Meanwhile, this is in, this is in 1 Samuel 17. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. Yep, I got to read that again because that, this, is, this, is what you, this is like one of those moments where you're about to go into battle. And then meanwhile, it didn't say Goliath came, did it? It said meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David. Now, I want you all to recognize something here. The moment that the shield bearer came closer to David, that was an indication that Goliath, as big as he is, is a fraidy cat. He's a scary cat. Because if you look up what – do me, do, me, do me a favor today. Do me a favor. Look up what a shield bearer is. Look it up for yourself. Just look it up for yourself, and you're going to see what a shield bearer is, y'all. You're going to see it for yourself. You're going to see it for yourself. You're going to see what a shield bearer is. You're going to begin to say, oh, that's what a shield bearer is. Uh, 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 a little bit of protector, a little bit of person who goes before somebody to, with, with shields, you know, just a little little person. So the shield bearer was the same size as David, probably smaller, with a little shield in his hand. See, I want to, I want to try to get this. I want to try to get this. See, if you recognize that at this moment in time, what you thought was a giant Really is not. What Goliath represented is fear. And think about it. They always start out with little fear before they can get to big fear. So here, the little fear is coming out and saying, David, you don't want to do this. David, you're not prepared for what's about to come. David, you don't you don't want to deal with what's behind me. Notice what David is about to do, y'all. David is looking over the shield bearer. He's treating the shield bearer the same way, the same way that he treated his brothers when they said, oh, you're trying to be conceited. He, he gave him a hand. Oh, I don't hear you. He said to the shield bearer, I, I don't even see you. He's looking up. He's looking up. But, see, ooh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good tomorrow, y'all. This is going to be good tomorrow because what I'm seeing is this. Look, just, just visualize this. David is a little boy, right? He has a shield bearer in front of him. He don't even see him. Is he looking up to Goliath at this point, or is he looking up to God? I see a trajectory. I see, I, see, I see if you take your head right now and you look up to your ceiling in your room, all right, you don't even, if you start looking at, check this out. First look at your, I know you're probably in your bed. Look at your bed. Look at your feet in the bed. You know you got your feet in the bed right there. Then look up, you probably got your TV at the end of the bed. Over. Look up, keep looking up. Keep looking, then you go up to the top of your ceiling. You, you keep going up to your ceiling. But if you keep looking straight up, keep looking straight up, keep looking straight up. After a while you look up straight to your ceiling and you don't even see the floor. You don't even see your feet. You don't even see the bed. You don't even see the TV. 
You don't see nothing. See, what, what, what David did at this point, he went back to his belief. He says, for thy God, for my, the Lord my God is with me. He kept looking up. In fact, he didn't even see the shield bearer. He never even recognized the shield bearer because he was looking up to God. Oh, I hope y'all can see this visual. I hope y'all. But you take your head and look down on the floor. And as you keep looking down on the floor, keep raising your head higher. After a while, do you see the floor? You don't. See, that's what David did. David kept his eye on God. He kept his eye focused on God. He didn't even look at the shield bearer. He didn't even, I don't even think he's seen Goliath. He was looking so much to God. This is what I want y'all to, I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get it so badly. My daughter talking that word badly, not bad, but badly. I want y'all to get this. Because the moment that you begin to put your eyes on God and not on the situation, wow, things begin to change. You begin to do this, and y'all going to begin to do this. You're going to begin to walk in faith. You're going to begin to walk in faith. I'm going to share that with you all tomorrow. I'm going, in, I'm going in deep on that. I'm writing it down. I'm going to show you how to walk in faith, not in fear. You're going to walk in faith. You begin to walk in faith because what David is about to do, it's going to take all of the faith in the world to do what he's about to do next. See, when we run towards Goliath, our faith level better be high. You can't, you, you, you can't run towards Goliath scared. No, 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 no. You can't run towards your fears afraid because your fears will always beat you. That's why they sent the little shield bearer out. That was just little fear before the big fear came. If you get scared of little fear, you're going to get scared of the big fear. So that little shield bearer represents little fear. It's just a little bit of fear, just a little bit. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get get, get ready, y'all, because I'm telling y'all tomorrow, I'm going to show you how I'm gonna show you how strong David's faith was, and I'm going to show you how to increase your faith. Because you, if you increase your faith, oh, man, you're ready to tackle the world. And I believe y'all ready. I believe y'all ready because y'all, y'all, y'all been joining me here on this, on this, on this call-in line, and you've been inviting people from all over the, all over the world to come on this call-in line. I'm getting so, getting, getting so many responses that it's amazing. It's amazing what's happening. So I'm going to stop right there. Tomorrow I'm going to go and I'm going to increase your faith. I tell you, Michael, I did, you just, there's a couple of things that came to my head, but I will give you this one. When you talked about the shield bearer representing little fear, I thought about when I was in Petersburg and I talked to LaShawn. And I was in her salon. It's just such a beautiful salon that she had. And she mentioned to me, I said, well, how long, you know, so you bought the building? She bought the building. And she said to me, she said, well, Ms. Woods, you and Mr. Woods kept telling me to buy the building, buy the building, buy the building. And at first, I was scared. But you guys kept saying it. So I did. After I bought it, it was so easy. You see, the shield bearer represents the little fear, the how you, what you hear in your head represents the little fear. 
the, the, the shield bearer. A lot of times, just because you've never done something and someone who has done what you're trying to do gives you instructions, you let little fear kind of stop you at the gate. You let little fear that things that haven't even happened kind of fester in your mind and it freezes you and you don't even attempt it because you allow the little fear to get you from reaching your full potential. I, I, I realized as Michael was, was talking about David, I realized that each and every one of us, we cannot compare ourselves nor our situation to anyone else. Because just like David, Joseph, the, women, the woman with the issue of blood, each and every one of us, we have our own cross to carry, our own mountain to climb, and our own Goliath to kill. But before the Goliath, before we kill the Goliath, we're going to have our own bears and our own lions. But no matter what stage we're at, no matter where we are, we must say, thou art with me. Thou art with me. And we have to believe in our heart and soul that we are in the world but not of the world and we cannot conform to our environment, no matter what it is. Just because we were born in poverty, we were born in lack, born uh, with whatever bad situation, that's just our environment. It's just where we are, but it's not who we are which is a a fundamental difference. You have to believe in your heart and soul that you were born to be wealthy, that that that's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's in your DNA. And once you get that in your soul, in your head, in your fiber, in your being, no matter what situation comes up, you will say to yourself over and over again, thou is, thou is, thou art with me, thou art with me, he is with you, you just have to make a decision, make that decision, stop being a Scary cat. It is okay. It is okay to be to create first generational wealth. You can do it. Each and every one of us can do it. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the wisdom, the obedience, the courage, the strength to grab this harvest sword that is here. Because it's here, Lord, I can say it. What happens in your mind will happen in time. And I thank you in your mighty name, Jesus, 
Amen, amen, and amen. All right, all right, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, wonderful day. Thank you all for joining in. Have a super-duper day. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you for that encouraging word, Mr. You're welcome. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. Enjoy yeah. your Be safe. We'll do. We'll do. Loving it. Have a great day. Enjoy your day. All right. All right. Have a lovely day. Have a wonderful day. Love you all. Don't forget to tune in on the 22nd. Tell people to tune in on the 22nd. We have a powerful message called Running Towards Goliath at 10 o'clock a.m. in the morning. At 10 o'clock, we're going to go on Facebook Live on 10 o'clock on the 22nd. Thank you, guys. Mr. Woods. Yes, I'm here. Does that still include our calls at six o'clock that morning? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We're doing a Tuesday AM call and we're going we have a presentation from Jamaica live okay. on the twenty second. So we got two Great. we got two. So we got a six AM, we got a ten o'clock um, okay. business conference that we're doing that y'all get a chance to join in on. Oh awesome. Okay. Enjoy your day, Michael Ramona. Love you guys. All right. Love you too, my dear. Yeah, blessed day. All right. All right. You too. Enjoy Jamaica. All right now. <laughs> mm.